Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. I'm Valerie. Good evening. How is everyone doing today? And we're here to talk about sports. It's almost back. Yeah, we're almost, almost there. Almost, almost, almost. Very close. Very close. I think the WNBA is this weekend? Yep, the first game is on Saturday. Okay. And um, inner squad scrimmages start, but we'll, we'll get to that. So, uh, we'll start with our highlights and violations. Do you have either this week? I don't have much this week. Well, I'm, I'm proud to say that the Titans gave Derek his money for the first time in a while. Yes, we did something correct. Yes, now. yes. So that was good. So, but we'll we'll see. I'm sure we'll mess it up very soon. No, we're not. We're gonna keep. Let's keep our fingers crossed. They they on a positive move. These days, that's all okay. I have to rely on positivity. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give them credit. For mm-hmm. making the correct move mm-hmm. and keep my fingers crossed that we don't mess it up. Now, the Cowboys did mess up with Dak, but since I'm not really a huge Cowboy fan, I am a Dak, I'm Dak Prescott fan. They, I don't think they did him right, but and they didn't do Cam right. I'm, I guess those are my violations. Those were my violations. That sounds, that's pretty good, good list there. Okay. <laughs> a pretty good list there, that's not bad. Okay. <laughs> I just, oh, I don't know. I'd say something. I'm going to be watching Cam. Yeah. They're going to have to make it, yeah, I'm going to be watching Cam. They're going to have to do right by him eventually. Or he might make him pay for it. So I think I, if he, if I he hope it. performs well, he will. Okay. All right, I don't lost my page. If he's healthy and plays well, I think it'll be worth it. He's looking good so far with a little bit I've seen, so. All right, yep, yep, yeah. So we will go ahead and jump right into our headlines of the week. We can start with a little NBA news. So I think Mm -hmm. the most positive thing to come out of the NBA this week is that um, out of 346 tests for the players, there hasn't been any positive tests. And this is for the players that are in the bubble in Orlando, not the players who are on the teams. There's been numerous players who tested positive, but they they didn't travel to Orlando with the team. But I think that's I, I, great. That was pretty encouraging. Yeah, you know, those are yeah, encouraging you know, stats. Skeptical. Hmm. Right. I said, you know, I was a bit stats. skeptical about how this will work out. Well, I think it's good. I just think it's good. So, good stats. Definitely. So, obviously, wearing masks and social distancing and all that stuff works. So can it we just works. Spread it over. <laughs> right, it works. So, at this rate, it looks like we will get some NBA basketball. 
Well, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I, I'm just going to wait and see how they perform inside a bubble. Yes. So this week starts the inner squad scrimmages. So each team will have three scrimmages. And those start on the 22nd, which is Wednesday. And mm-hmm. then the first game is on the 30th, which is next Thursday. So the season is quickly approaching. It sure is. I can't wait. And so what do you think? you going to wait and see and see how they perform in the bubble? Because I've already heard, well, and these were former players saying that, that they needed that crowd. That's what they needed. In order to play. Well, not in order to uh, play, but a part, they needed that. That was one of the elements they needed. Right. So it's definitely an element that is appreciated. But I also think these are professionals and they're going to, if they're going to do this, you can't show up and then your excuse be, well, the crowd wasn't there. Like, you mm-hmm. have to go out there and compete. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I'm missing something. I did, and it's a side note, because I think, what are they calling it, snitch gate, or snitch phone, or they have a... Oh, the anonymous tip line. Like Yes, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about it? I I know I'm going off, going off topic, but... Um... I think it's necessary. I absolutely think it's necessary. We're gonna be down here. Y'all can't. Y'all gotta follow the rules. You can't be out here putting people at risk. Because if people start testing positive, then this whole thing falls apart and the season's over. Okay. And I've heard one or two instances have happened so far. So somebody broke the bubble. Went outside the bubble. A player. Yes. Yeah. So um, for the Sacramento Kings, Raquan, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He went to go pick up a delivery, food delivery, and stepped outside the bubble. So he is has to self quarantine for ten days. So it should be approaching the end of those ten days. But okay. the NBA was serious. Well, I mean, I've been, you know, you know how I feel about social media, you know. Half of it's true, half of it's not true. Majority of it's not true. But I just, I don't think it was what the players thought. It's not what the players thought it was going to be. Well, I don't know what they could have honestly expected. This is, you know, not common. Not 100% (laughs) sure what they were, what they thought they were going to get. But, Mm -hmm. I you know, you got to do what you got to do. Y'all want to play? Y'all want to finish the season? This is That's what the NBA came up with, and you got to abide by the rules. You're right about that. So, uh, I noticed that the, I think you said the season awards will be based on games through March 11th. Yes. That should, you think that's the way it should be? What do you think, think about that? I think so, because... March 11th, so what, the regular season usually ends by, eight, what, the end of, beginning of April, mid-April anyway? Mm-hmm. So, we got, you know, at least three quarters of the way through the season, maybe even 80% through the season. And that was just a good, it was just a good stopping point. Um, there'd only be eight games 
before the playoffs start and how would you how would you I don't think it's fair to try to uh include these eight games after four months off into the you know MVP and rookie of the year race I just mm-hmm. don't think it's fair because some guys some some guys are going to come back you know firing some people are going to be a little rusty some some going to need a couple games to get into it and, and it wouldn't be fair to have that um be included and plus you know what if you know, fingers crossed, everything goes wrong, and they end up having to, to end the season. You know, what do you do then? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, and I guess we can talk about this once they start playing. Who do we think are gonna get those awards? Uh, I think it's between. Giannis and LeBron for MVP. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm st- I don't know who I who I feel has the edge over the other. I think um, I think Giannis has been great again. <laughs> Can't deny his greatness, but I also know how important. Like how much having LeBron James affects a team's ability to win to win games. Okay, and your rookie of the year, my man, John Morant. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. Uh, I want to lean towards Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. I think that's who I'm leaning towards. Okay. What are your your season awards? Who are you giving them out to? Giannis, most valuable. Gerard, Morant, I'm sorry. Morant, rookie of the year. Defensive player. Hmm. Hmm. Don't know about that yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, I think ugh, I will have to say LeBron has been very impressive, but Giannis as well. Honest, either way it goes, I'm fine with it. I don't have a a dog in that fight. Okay. At least for MVP. Okay. Um. But definitely, if John Morant doesn't get Ricky of the Year, then it's gonna be the other guy. I would be, I would be upset. I would be upset, but if the other guy got it, oh Lord, I forgot his name. Um, Zion. No, he hasn't played. He no. Well, he's no. A, he's in the running. That's no. the two names that come up. No, what's what's the guy that I love? The the big white guy in uh okay, what is his name? Oh God! I forgot his name. Posick, Zoe Posick. For that place for Dallas. Yeah, in in that the way. He's not. He's not a rookie. His rookie. He's is not slashing. No. Are you sure? Yes. Hold on. Is that he's his name? The I two, mean, the top is... two names in the running were Zion Williamson and John Morant. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not, 
Luca, Luca, I'm talking about Luca. Right. He's this is his sophomore season. Oh, okay. Okay. Alright. I'll leave it alone then. <laughs> and besides, what's his face? Had to leave the bubble because of a family emergency. So I mean it's not even promising he's gonna be able to come back and play. Well, uh, well, I guess we'll see. From my understanding, that there hasn't been, it's not like an issue of him not being able to play. Um, once he returns, he'll still have to do the quarantine protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as he's you know healthy and finishes the protocol, then he'll be able to play. I guess it, okay. it just depends on when he returns and how well okay. he do. Okay. All right. I guess we can move on to uh, football. We'll, have, we'll know next week, by the end of next yeah. week. Yes, that's true. So, we can, like you said, we'll move on to our NFL news. Uh, I guess the biggest, oh, you know, it's been an interesting week in the NFL. Um, I'll start with the big news that dropped this morning, um, Tuesday morning, Michael Bennett announced that he's retiring. Well, I'll be doggone and miss that. <laughs> yeah, so he announced this morning that he's retiring. Um, and of course, I'm going to miss him in the league, but I am interested. Of course, you know, we're all interested in what athletes choose to do after they retire, um, mm-hmm. especially Michael Bennett. And the stances that he's taken while in the NFL and mm-hmm. things that he's dedicated his time and and money to and resources to. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, he's a smart guy, so he'll be all right whatever he decides to do. But I did miss that. Wow, how did I miss that? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. I miss that. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm going to miss so, him. I think we all will. He's a very, like you said, he's very smart, but he's also really, really, really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that. Okay. But, you know, it has to end at some point. It does. It does. It does. Can't play forever. It does. In other news, and I think I just saw another headline come across that the league and the Players Association have agreed to just completely get rid of preseason games this year. Which makes sense to me. Yeah. Because, uh, of course, training camp, uh, teams are starting to report to training camp mm-hmm. uh, this week. Or at least the rookies were uh, supposed to report this week. And from mm-hmm. my understanding, the whole kind of protocol around this is not completely It sounds like finished. it's etched in stone, right. <laughs> right. Uh, they just, maybe a couple of days ago, approved that there would be daily testing. Um, mm-hmm. So there's all these proposals in place, but I haven't seen anything that's set in stone as far as what the NFL would be doing to protect players. Um, it's definitely not as strict as what the NBA has going. Well, it needs um, to be. I'm just I saying. I agree, but that... I, yeah, I mean, it's 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 working, obviously, from, you know, reports that we're hearing from 
the NBA, like obviously they they found uh, found something that works. So why not try and replicate it? But I guess we we will see what <laughs> what the NFL comes up with. I guess they they've given themselves a little bit more time to iron out the details of of what the plan would be as far mm-hmm. as uh, testing, uh, team travel. You know how you're gonna keep um, you know keeping distance between team employees and players, and how how we're safely going to travel to these games, and and um, I think I saw something where they were leaving it up to each team to decide whether or not they would have fans in the stadium, and that just doesn't sound very smart at all. Right. But I also understand that the NFL is dealing with trying to figure this out while also keeping their money, um, which sucks because unless they want actually want this to happen, then they're gonna have to put aside you know their revenue dreams for this season because it's just right now there's just no way you can have fans at games. No, no, and to be honest, that they can't. I mean, I know. Today, the mayor um, is stating that all bars have to close down at 10 o'clock. They have a curfew because people are not abiding by the mandatory mask. So I don't think, and it looks like other major cities are acting a donkey too. So, you know, you can't have any... um, Sad, but you're just not going to be able to. No, it won't work. For yeah. for a few you rotten can't. bad apples. Right. So, um, but the, with them scrapping the preseason games, they at least have another month to nail down some details, um, to get with players. Because uh, I, I don't know if you saw, but... Uh, J.J. Wyatt and some other players who are part of the Players Association did kind mm-hmm. of put out a statement of like, hey, we want to play, but we haven't heard anything from mm-hmm. the NFL as far as official procedures. Mm-hmm. But we would like to play, but, you know, we need certain, certain there's some things that we need in order to feel comfortable to go back out on the field. Right. Which I'm extremely surprised that the NFL doesn't have a better handle on this. They've known, you know, since March that since this, what? Could, this would possibly be an issue. Anyway, they should have came out. This is the way it's going to be. And everybody wouldn't have nothing to say. And, you know, everybody, you're right. They, they didn't think that, well, I know they thought this was going to be over with. That's what they thought. Right. That's what that has to be what they thought. But I but still, even if you know, who in the NFL could predict what the the trend would be for a pandemic. I don't know why somebody they there wasn't a team like as soon as the season ended for the NBA, like maybe a week went by before we heard reports that the leadership executives were all trying to figure out how they're gonna resume the mm-hmm. season, what's the best mm-hmm. way and when it can start. Like why why that didn't happen for the NFL? I don't understand. Mm. I don't understand either. I don't understand either. It's um. Well, no, I'm not gonna say that. I don't understand. You knew the season was coming. You had 
you've had plenty of time to create the roadmap. And that's that's just simple. You've had plenty of time to create a roadmap. Yeah. And even if you didn't want to create a completely new one, you could have took bits and pieces for what the NBA is doing, what the NHL, NHL has even come up with a plan to for the season to, to start and resume. So and I don't, uh, uh, Major League I don't Baseball, I think why. they finally have decided on something. I don't know the details. I think they just finally agreed. I mean, I think they were fighting over money, but yeah, they were. They were mostly fighting mm-hmm. over money versus like an mm-hmm. actual protocol. <laughs> <laughs> and, and money is the root Which, of all evil. Well, it's from the players' perspective. I understand. You know, not wanting to go out there and just forfeiting a bunch of money because this is a pandemic. And I think in for a lot of people, we think of it in, just in the aspect of its mortality, mortality. Like, so either you get it and die or you get it and you don't. And nobody thinks about the long term effects, the, the complications with your heart, complications with blood clotting, the complications with or, you know, your organs just not getting back to 100%. And so now you're telling a professional athlete whose job is to be physically fit to go out there and take a chance on getting sick with this respiratory disease that may have long-term effects, you know, further and further down the road to the point where you may not be able to play professionally anymore. So if I'm going to go out there, like, of course, I want to get as much money as, as possible. And, yeah, it sounds silly to us. You know, it sounds crappy yes, to I, us. No, no, because that's the truth. I, I, It's the truth, but to us, like for a lot of people with everything that's going on, people have lost jobs, people are being evicted, people are just struggling. So it sounds like it sounds really superficial and crazy and like nobody would want to hear it. But at the same time, you know, they they play a professional sport for a living. And so they have to take the, the proper precautions to, you know, protect themselves and their family as well. Well, that's that's the same with everybody. I mean, that, let's look at the frontline workers. Uh, exactly. What do they call them? Ne- necessary. Essential workers. I mean, they have to, yeah, essential workers. They have to do the same thing. They have to take all of that into consideration and still work. Right. To the best of their right. ability. Yeah, so that I think that that was the the, the baseball thing. But that, from my understanding, they've started their spring training games and whatnot. And so... I'm I'm looking forward uh, to see how this works out for uh, for Major League Baseball. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to watching Mookie play for the Dodgers. That's all I care about. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> That's all I really care about. All right. Well, I know, you know, Mr. Price has decided to opt out, so. Well. Uh. But we'll see, mm-hmm. we'll see. Baseball, like every sport. Anyway, back to the point is that any every other professional league came up with a plan, but yet the NFL is dragging their feet. And so on top of all the other NFL news, um, especially the news, the really, really bad news coming out of Washington, they also don't have a plan for when this season is supposed to start. In a, they know, don't in have September. a name yet. And then they have... Some sexual misconduct allegations going on up there. Yeah, several. Uh, So the Washington Post, was it last Thursday, released an article 
where they're uh, they're just laying out all the the sexual misconduct allegations from 15 former female employees um, talking about the harassment that they experienced while working for the Washington football team from executives and the owners whose name I can't remember right now, his inner circle. Uh, So Mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, I think a handful of people were fired. Uh, We haven't heard, I don't think we've heard actual statement from the team owner. I think we've heard from Ron Rivera, but not. Who's going in there to make change. Yeah. Um, I agree. He went in. He, it, he, you know, everybody likes him. They think he's a good coach, and they think he can actually help turn this organization around. But as as a new guy in town, like this is what I got to deal with. The, the owner ain't gonna go talk to the media, but I got to talk to the media about the stuff mm-hmm, that y'all was doing mm-hmm, when I wasn't even here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how they just made him the face of the franchise, and so, but. Uh, after these allegations have come out, there's been a lot of questions around, like, does Roger Goodell need to also hand down some kind of punishment or force Snyder to sell the team? Um, You know, what are they going to do to to fix this? Um, Or not fix it. Well, yeah, yeah. what are you going to do to fix this to make sure it doesn't happen again? But as far as, like, holding the, the team accountable what can the nfl do or do you even think they're the nfl should be handing out some type of punishment you know i i I find it hard to believe that he didn't know what was going on right I'm, i'm just gonna say that so he got to go Yeah, you know gonna, what I mean. Yeah, if we're gonna force other people to sell their interest in the team because of their conduct, or, or you know, I I will say this. So this thing, the same situation happened to the Dallas Mavericks, and Mark Cuban took full responsibility. Like he said, yes, I did. He did the whole. Well, I didn't know this was going on, but he took responsibility, and it's been almost a week now, and I don't think we've heard from uh, Snyder at all. Mm-hmm. regarding the allegations regarding all these allegations and I think the first step would be to at least take some type of accountability like for yourself that this is happening in your organization and it's coming from people who are in your inner circle your friends we're treating your I don't that's why I don't think he's can say I, that's why I don't think he said anything these were his inner circle he knows. What can he say? Well, you have to do something or you're going to lose your team, man. Everybody already bad at you because you've been dragging your feet to change the name. and now. Okay. Okay, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't have a good track record. I agree with you on that. Okay. So do you think Roger Goodell needs to, like anything, any other punishment, is, is there anything any anything else that Roger Goodell can do besides forcing him to sell his uh, no, of the team? No, 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 no. I mean, no. I mean, no. I mean, what is? Um, no. 
<laughs> this all sounded like it was no no I don't think no I think you're gonna have to force force uh, whatever his name's hand and, uh, and and our coach Rivera he, he can't do it by himself right now yeah. I do think he can offer a helping hand to coach yes and support him in whatever decisions he makes even and and I don't even know if this scandal is at a coach's level did that make sense right okay yeah I think I understand what you're saying mm -hmm. like, is that it's something he even needs to be dealing with mm-hmm I agree. I don't think Ron Rivera should have to deal with any of this as to most of this took place before he got there. It's just, unfortunately, they've made him the face of the team. And so now he's the one having to answer to answer to all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure he's like, what if I stepped into? I would too. I surely would. At least I'd, at be this look, I'd be looking at the owner real cross eyed right now. Like, sir, you're lucky I signed a contract. I, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. If I, I, it may be, it may be he's trying to do his best to kind of help things out. But if I were him, I wouldn't talk to the media. I would let the owner. Let's get the owner, the GM. Actually, and you think about it. What here. can he say? Right. What can he say? Other than to, you know, make sure that under his leadership, none of that happens. But that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking this scandal didn't involve the team per se. And maybe it did. Maybe I, I, I will have to do a little bit more research. But I don't, I just, just tidbits that I know. I don't think it involved the team per se. If I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure I'll find out. If um, if not, it's, at least we know that's not what made it into the article. Um, mm -hmm. and I can't sit here and be like, well, of course, no one else did anything. Because I think we all know better at this point. Just because mm -hmm. they only talked about certain people doesn't mean it, ha it doesn't happen, you know, from the top down. But mm -hmm. certain people made it into that article. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it at that. Exactly. So Washington has got a lot to a lot to do before the season start. Um, still haven't given us the options for the new name and team logo. Um, I think they got sides. They got sides white. <laughs> they got they got a lot. They got sides white. There are a lot of things to think about up there. Mm. Right. So that's enough for NFL news. Let's talk about the WNBA, who um, their season Which I'm will mad start. at them. Yeah. Their season starts this Saturday. That's my violation. They denied that girl's... Uh... Yes. 
that's my what I was just about to bring up. So okay. Ella, uh, Elena, sorry, Elena Deladon submitted a medical exemption request. Um, for those who don't know, she uh, disclosed to us that she has been dealing with Lyme disease for the past nine years, and basically her immune system is it's it's weak. So her personal doctor that she's been working with for nine years advised that she sit out this season. Um, her and a few and a number of other players um, requested medical exemption so that they would have to sit out the season but could still collect their salary. And the board of doctors for the WNBA denied her request. Mm-hmm. Which I think is horrible. Absolutely. Um, I will say there is some good news. The Washington Mystics... Um, are still going to pay her. So we are not going to see uh, Elena Deladon this season um, due to just 16-week circumstances. There's no need for her to put her life on the line for a 12-game I know that's season. right. Um, so the Mystics agree that they will still pay her, even though she will not be with the team. She will not be in the bubble. Um, we will not see her playing this year. So a little bit of good news. Um, but I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Um, during so Elle Duncan in her interview had asked if she thought that since she's just a, a high uh oh what's her word I'm looking for high value high like risk. the face of the league. No 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 oh not high okay. risk. But since mm-hmm. she's such a um man, what is the little word that I'm looking for? Whatever. She's one of the faces of the league and then she asked if she thought that the the board of the medical directors took that into consideration when making their decision because she is she was the mvp uh last season right right um she's one of she's you know if not the best player in the league one of the best player in the leagues so she asked elena if she thought maybe her high profile played a factor into the board's decision you think that do you think that could be true you think i don't think that's true i i and i i well, I don't know. I don't know why they de- why she was denied. Why would? Because that just doesn't make sense to me. She's right medically high risk. So why would you deny her? Exactly. Is she not medically um, high risk? She is. I mean, she's high risk in a regular situation. Um, in the past, there's been times where she's had to miss time just because she wasn't well enough to actually play um the reason why she doesn't play overseas is because there are times where she's not she wouldn't be able to do a full season overseas and then come back and play in the summer that would just be too much um too much for her and as she's dealing with Lyme disease so for her personal doctor to recommend that she does not play because she's high risk exactly Exactly. For a, for a whole board of doctors to be like, no, she she's fine. She can play. Is it's troubling? It's very troubling because I don't understand it, and right, that is my violation of the week. Yeah, because what is what what made the determination that she exactly okay to play? Um. So during all of this, uh. Elena Deladon has shared with us kind of the trouble and, and why she is high risk. And she's uh, 
she's kind of made a vow to spend more time talking about um, Lyme disease in order to mm-hmm. advocate for you know herself, but also for okay. other people. But you know what? I expect the general public to not be knowledgeable about the disease. But these were doctors, right? They have MD behind their names, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, but that doesn't mean they're spe- uh, you know a specialist in certain you know in certain diseases where it's a uh, immune immuno diseases. That doesn't mean they're a specialist. You know who knows? Okay, well you do your due diligence and find out. What'd you say? You do your due diligence and find out. I agree that uh, that's what you would hope to happen, but of course they still came back with the with the determination that she would be fine to play, which is unfortunate. But um, I think the I think the craziest thing that she and she decided to share with us, which I'm she didn't have to at all, is that in order for her to play in the regular season, that's you know normally three months long she takes 64 pills a day bless her heart right just to be able to actually go out and and compete and play the sport that she loves so very odd situation with the wnba and the medical the medical director board but um, some good news that the Mystics have said, you know, hey, we're still going to pay your salary. We know you're not going to be there. You're high risk and we don't need anything happening. Like what? You'd, it would be absolute worst, worst case scenario for something to happen to such a high profile player. All because everybody would be. Denied. Oh, honey. Never mind. You can only imagine what would happen. Let's say she did play and let's say, I know they're in a bubble. Everybody's doing the best they can with this. But you can't. The risk does the consequences so great. Yep. It's, 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 it's. Mm. Yeah, the consequences. She would have are... a nice lawsuit. <laughs> if she somebody might you know file it i don't know but the consequences for you know i don't want i say healthy with air quotes but um i guess i should say the consequences for for people who don't have compromised immune systems are already extremely high as as we've seen the past couple months so it's even higher for someone who is uh who does have a compromised immune system and Exactly. So why why put more why put someone why put your star player at risk just to get, you know, I don't know, more eyes on And how many whatever. total games is it gonna be all together anyway? I mean so come twelve on regular season twelve regular season games and then Okay. The okay. It's not it's a, everybody it, it's a balance. It's a balance. And I'm glad she chose to opt out because I'm pretty sure she did what she thought was right by requesting a waiver. So she she's going to be all right. So, yeah. So thankful, thankfully this has gotten solved, but it was a bit, uh, a bit weird for a few days in the WNBA that they would treat 
um, Elena that way. But it has, mm. you have come to a resolution, and that's good news. Mm-hmm. Um, a last bit of WNBA news I want to chat about is that um, the commissioner of the league put out a statement um, saying that uh, Senator Lo Effler will not be forced to sell her interest in the team because she doesn't take part in day-to-day um, operations. Um, she's not part of the governor group for the league. Uh, but she did acknowledge that there are potential buyers out there waiting in the wings. So the senator, a couple of weeks ago, uh, sent a letter to the commissioner, you know, expressing her displeasure with um, the league choosing to put Black Lives Matter on, on jerseys and and on the court. If if you all forgot, so that that's her. That's who did that. And the past two weeks, we've heard a lot from from players. Um, just not wanting her to be a part of the league, expressing their displeasure with her stance. And so to this week, we got the statement from the commissioner that, you know, said they're not going to force her to sell her interests, but we also acknowledge that there are people out there waiting to buy. I think she needs to go on and take the bite. I I'm just saying. If she's that that just she's not she's not endeared to the team. She's not vested in the team. So why you know just let it go. I agree. I think she should let it go because at this point you are you don't you don't understand what the WNBA stands for. Like they are one of the most inclusive leagues in the world, as far as what they preach, um, what their outlook looks like, the makeup of the of the league, um, as far as like demographics, what right. So if you can't get on board with just a simple Black Lives Matter, then you you are you're in the wrong place. The wrong place. Plus, I'm pretty sure she got a Senate campaign to worry about. She didn't even win. She got appointed, so she got to figure out what, how she's going to keep her seat. Mm. Maybe she won't have a seat at all. I'm hoping not. But I don't. I don't live in Georgia, so. Well, I do, so y'all can get, about, get her up out of here. Okay. November 3rd. November 3rd. <laughs> Um, so that's that's all I have. I did want to ask you. I know this isn't necessarily related to sports at all, but this past week, uh, Representative John Lewis passed away, and he was actually the representative for my district. So that I was really uh, sad to to hear that. And um, of and course, the Reverend uh, Vivian C T Vivian passed yes. one two days before. Uh, oh, same I day, think, actually. Was it the same day? Well, yeah, one was morning, mm-hmm. one was night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can say is we've lost two legends. Um, and to be honest, I don't know if it's who's out there now that can match, even comes close to what they accomplished in their lifetime. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm pretty sure it's somebody. I just, off the top of my head, it just doesn't come to me. Um, 
it it just does not come to me. Nobody stands out. Nobody stands out. It's like the end of, I don't want to say the end of hope, but the end of knowing someone is out there fighting for everybody, not just black folks. But yeah, definitely um, uh, uh, the family and, and friends and loved ones of both C.T. Vivian and John Lewis are definitely in our thoughts and prayers. And I think we all have something to aspire to as far as helping our communities and helping yes. our communities push forward. Yes. Uh, just our thoughts and prayers. You know, right now for me, who's going to carry on the torch, you know, and I, I don't know who that's going to be. I honestly don't. And that's sad. I don't think we will. I think we'll know it when we know it, if that makes sense. Um, leadership is not something that you, I, I don't think leadership is something that you ask for. You just show up, you do it, or you don't. I like that. Huh, my child is smart. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to wrap up um, this week's episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Um, if you're looking for us on Twitter, you can find us at Sideline WT Cooks. We are also on Instagram at Sideline WT Cooks. We have a Facebook page, Sideline with the Cooks Podcast. Um, do you have anything you want to share with the people before we go? I'm on my soapbox. Wear your mask. Please. That's all I'm going to say. Wear your mask. If you want things to go back to normal, if there's such a thing, wear your mask. Please. That's all I ask. And I think that's a, I think that's good to share. And we'll we'll end there. So we will see you all. Uh, I guess we could, we'll be back next week since we'll have some actual basketball to talk about. Right, 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 right. So that's kind of back to normal for us. Just, you know, for now, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers are still crossed, guys. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Fingers are crossed. All right. You all stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. And we'll be back next week. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right.